everyone, and welcome to the 18th episode of Slime Time, the official Dragon Quest Dragon's Den podcast. This is one of your hosts, PlatyM3. And this is Liam Land. Um, so we'd like to welcome you to listen to a podcast about a, ba- a ballet hosted by three guys who've never been or seen a ballet before. Uh, yeah, thanks for that. I'm glad I wasted 20 minutes, 40, not 20, oh god, 40 minutes of my life on the ballet just to record this episode. Yeah, so, so, so Dwayne and I actually didn't watch it. We, we, we were just, this was, this whole thing was an experiment to see if we could get you to watch it. Oh, social experiments, fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good though, because it's Dragon Quest, right? Uh, Dragon (laughs) Quest Light. Right, 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 like, correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The thing, the thing is, we really, we actually did watch this this ballet that was posted. And we'll, we'll get to that, but uh, um, I just, I, 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 I feel like every franchise needs to be able to have a Star Wars holiday special, and that for Dragon <laughs> Quest, this is kind of it. That is, if you haven't watched the twelve part ballet that's been up for the past ten years on YouTube. I have show not. Idea. I have not. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. <laughs> so, uh, returning to the Slime Time podcast once again is the graphic artist behind our Slime Time logo, our good friend, Mr. Dwayne Bullock. What is up, party people in the house? Welcome back to the podcast. What's this like your third or fourth revisit third? with us? Third, third yeah. time. Third time. Thank you very much for having me too. Yeah, of course. So tonight we're going to be talking about Dragon Quest Ballet. Oh, I thought we were going to be talking about the uh, uh, the leaks for Last of Us Part Two. Oh, that might be a better topic of conversation. You know, that's actually how we just got you to sign on to actually do the podcast. Oh, well, well, but I mean, you're here, you know? I would just like I would like to be DM, DMCA'd by Sony and Naughty Dog. I'm like, come on, fight me, fight me. Yeah, you already got Toei, right? Yeah, yep. Toei. <laughs> it's like they they DMCA'd themselves. So so yeah. them uh, uh, Toei D, DMCAing themselves. It was like that one that one YouTube video about the cop that was doing the lesson on 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 uh, gun safety and he shoots himself in the foot oh <laughs> is that they, on youtube yes they uh uh they started that that entire channel and it they dmca'd themselves and took down their own channel <laughs> beautiful <laughs> art oh boy well talking about art you know and i'm gonna put quotation marks there various opinions <laughs> you you hold your opinion i'll hold mine but uh, last week, Yuji Hori himself tweeted out a link to um, this live taping. Well, it's not live. A taping of Dragon Quest Ballet from Japan Expo. It took place, uh, I think, 2019 in Paris, France. Yeah, we'll post the YouTube link in the in the show notes. And I'm sure if you're watching the YouTube version of this podcast, we'll probably have some footage of there, uh, footage of the ballet as well. Apologies in advance. <laughs> This whole, so, uh, this whole episode should just be called Apologies in Advance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we invited Dwayne to apologize to the fandom for putting you through this. <laughs> I, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I actually didn't hate it. So I may, I may be in the minority here. Well, I will say I enjoyed writing two pages full of notes. 
about this. <laughs> so uh, I'll be our MC here, and you guys feel free to break in at any point. Um, and we can talk about anything that happens because I'm gonna. I've got a two-page summary of everything that happened, every minute detail that happened that I was conscious <laughs> for in the 40-minute episode. How much um, were you unconscious for? I, I didn't time that. It's kind of hard to time when you're not there. <laughs> Sadly, I think zero percent. But all right. So the thing opens with some ladies dancing in white. Looks like they might be having some ice hats on. Um, and something I realized about this at the end, it tells you uh, they didn't really have any stage props or not many stage props in this um, because this was a traveling kind of appetizer. At the end, they even say, hey, come to Tokyo, see the whole show. We've got a great big stage with all this cool stuff. Um, and if you search, you can kind of see little snippets of it. Um, so this is kind of a bare bones version, but opens with ladies dancing in white queen comes out all dressed in white and she's holding these twin dolls you know <laughs> per purchased from walmart especially probably uh buy one get one free i don't know very, very obviously dolls and oh they're yeah <laughs> hey, do they have walmart in france oh that's true the, these might be like porcelain dolls although you know you might not want to go dancing around the stage with some porcelain dolls i could doing that live might create some issues but while she's dancing around with these dolls, or more like just standing there, um, some big black dragon shogun dude appears. And you know he's bad because he's wearing black, I mean, obviously. Um, and then, obviously, the dude in white comes to protect the queen, but he's kind of a loser because the big bad black guy dressed up shogun gets one of the dolls, dances his little fancy feet off, and suddenly the DQ fanfare plays. And then up on the screen, we get introduced to the cast. And what's great is the cast is introduced and it's up there in English, you know, not in French, not in Japanese. It's up there in English. And, you know, there's the uh, white hero. That's his name, white hero. <laughs> there's princess. Um, there's legendary hero who to me didn't seem quite legendary. He's the guy who uh, lost that first doll in the first place. Um, there's Sauron. He's, he's, or, he's a legendary because he lost the kids. Uh, because really, who screws that up? I, I mean, yeah, it's a doll. Don't let the guy take the doll. Come on. <laughs> and there's Sauron or somebody uh, who looks like him. He's called, quote, wise man. Uh, you'll find out basically he's Bill Gates, money bags dude later. Um, is, and wait, then there's, is, he the, is it the old guy or? Yeah, the old guy. Okay. Do you mean uh, a Saruman or Sauron? Oh yeah, Saruman. Sorry, All right, I'm getting I'm getting my uh, syllables and lore mixed <laughs> up here. <laughs> just in case, um, just in case we get uh, scathing comments. <laughs> yes, all the comments we get from our uh, stuff. Right. Uh, we get um, a guy that is totally Torneco Taloon, but not because he is called Weapon Stealer. That, that is his. <laughs> That is his name. You see him up there, big fat dude in his striped outfit, and it just says weapons dealer. Yeah. Um, and then there's fighter. Fighters, yeah, fighters. The essentially the the Dragon Quest uh, female fighter from DQ3. Yeah, yeah. There's Dream Mother. I think was the next one. I have that written down, but I don't really remember that too much. And then uh, I do believe it was kind of hard to read because it was more like black on a different colored background, and you know you're seeing this being taped from about 50 yards away um something projected on the back wall it pretty sure it says black hero yes yeah, yeah. Could, uh, 
So yeah, it did, which is which is hilarious because it's like you figure they call one guy white hero, the other guy's the villain, but they're not kind of to call him black villain would sound I don't know borderline racist a little bit. So, <laughs> but I don't know if they would care or or if that like if they would if they would even see it like that. Um, so. Just yeah, it was just kind of interesting because they were probably both originally supposed to be heroes. So since one was raised by like uh, this dark being, then he's black hero. Which yeah. is which is part of the emblem of of uh, Roto's story, where they had the 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 two brothers. One was raised in oh, it's not it's not a Liahan, but it's it was it was a kingdom that they made like specifically for uh, for that manga. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was raised on the, the good side, and then they have his brother that was like, uh, the the bad seed, but in true like shonen fashion, he's not that bad, and teams up with them in, in the end. And same, oh, man, <laughs> yep, same same manga we read over and over and over for years. <laughs> but it's good though. Yeah, cool. Now, if I remember reading the um. Because there was just a few parts where I guess there was stuff spoken, and YouTube does have English subtitles at the bottom. Honestly, I want to say it was like five lines the entire thing. But something appears on screen, and it's basically ten years later. Um, at least I think it was ten years later, because I wrote a joke in here. I'm like, man, those kids grow up fast. From like baby doll <laughs> to, you know, white hero walks out. Um, and he's a full-grown ten-year-old man, um, of course. <laughs> oh man! Um, well, and... well, like back in uh, uh, back in the medieval times, like ten uh, ten years old—that's middle age yeah. when it comes to life expectancy back then. So true. I mean, man, he'd been squire for a couple of years by then. Yeah, like back go in, out on his own. Yeah, back in Romeo and Juliet, they were they were supposed to be thirteen, mm-hmm. and of course, they acted like uh, they acted like thirteen-year-olds that that are dating took went way overly dramatic and <laughs> killed themselves as 13 year olds uh act dramatically <laughs> today oh i'm sorry uh spoilers for like centuries old play oh yeah <laughs> sorry if we ruined romeo and juliet for you <laughs> apologies there now it was at this point that i realized um they were using some cool sound effects like when the words came up on the screen um, it sounded like the old Dragon Quest games, the sound that the text makes as it goes across the screen. Um, that was pretty cool. And I thought they had a couple other sound effects in there throughout that weren't just the DQ fanfare. The The music was from all over different games. You had the overworld themes and whatever. You guys would know that better than me, though. Which which I thought those those fit very well for for a ballet. They did. They did. Es- well, he- especially especially op- especially the opening number, I thought. Mm hmm. And we'll see how well they transition to ballet later too. Liam's got a little story about that. Um, <laughs> one thing, uh, 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 one thing the projection did uh, did have though, and as as a graphic designer, this is one of the things that's just like gets gets to me. Um, the the transitions from scene to scene, from from time to time, you would see the Windows Media Player controls, <laughs> and that just that just drives drives me nuts because uh, a year ago I was at a college graduation ceremony. And and like all the cards that they had were so bad were so badly formatted, and myself and another friend of mine that that's also a graphic de- designer were losing our minds at how badly this this looks. And they're like, "No, this is supposed to be college. It's college." And just like our friend beside us, she's like, "Oh my god, would you two just shut up?" 
<laughs> but just like just like no this is our job we get in trouble if we don't do our job <laughs> uh, so uh at this point you know the legendary hero he's not there you've got the little kid who grew up in a white hero um the doll the black black dude took grew into a black hero there's some dancing white hero and some chicks come out and they dance it's probably the princess that was shown earlier the uh did you get like a are they supposed to be zenithian or are they um some to like celestrian or something they're they're they look like these angelic beings like the, they're dressed all in white they have these kind of like uh angelic crowns yes. yeah oh okay yeah see i didn't didn't pick up on that i just I, I was focused very much on the white is good black is bad that really you know the imagery there was just yeah, very that whole thing. i'm not i'm not sure if it's this if it's this specific show but i want to i want to say the dragon quest ballet has been around for quite some time oh there's multiple ones like i said there there are there's a 12 part youtube series that's each between like 8 and 20 minutes so there's like a couple hours that go back i don't know if it's this exact story um I thought it looked different, but then again, we don't get the whole story with this one. This is just a snippet anyway. So uh, that'd be interesting. If you want to search up Dragon Quest Ballet, there's I'm, there's at least uh, 14 or 15 videos out there. Not just Yeah, there's, this some, there's some pretty interesting ones, too, that we'll talk about later. <laughs> I was talking about YouTube, but uh, we'll get back. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the white hero's out here with some chick the princess uh the big bad black dude comes out with his uh little protege black hero and kylo ren boy uh <laughs> beats up the white hero gets knocked down because you know he's not been out power leveling and, and the, the fighting is, is is pretty dramatic dramatically oh. like staged <laughs> in this like the guy swings the sword it comes nowhere near the guy and the guy just like <laughs> overreacts and like flies back <laughs> Hey, it's a it's a way better fight scene than West Side Story. <laughs> Less snapping. But uh, I guess the main point here, and I wrote this down, and it's funny that it came back later as like a huge plot point. I was I wrote down like mm, White here is a wimp, and maybe he shouldn't use a dagger. This little like twelve inch dagger, maybe he should actually get himself a sword. That's right. It's like a tiny he, sword. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind. Of, I mean, he pulls it out. I've got butcher knives bigger than that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's someone... like the thundercat sword before he before he like <laughs> yes. enhances the power <laughs> so because he's a whim uh, yes back whatever. when uh, uh back when uh, uh back when that show was i mean it was still cringy but not quite as cringy as it is now <laughs> oh wait, are we talking thundercats yes because uh, <laughs> uh yeah yeah, I know you had to ask Liam because this is getting pretty cringy here too. Because oh yeah, the no, monsters like... are about to t come out here. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, after the hero gets knocked down, um, bad dude takes the princess, runs away, and suddenly monsters come out. Um, <laughs> they are definitely not. I, I wrote down they look like Jim Hansen's nightmares come to life. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there, there's one with an eyeball that maybe was going for a DQ look, but. Uh, I don't think any they... of these went for a DQ look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I was using my imagination with that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first the first thing I thought when I saw this was like, oh man, everyone, every every DQ fan watching this is going to be like, oh, this is definitely not Kira Toriyama's design. Yes, like, no, no, no. <laughs> it was all very un DQ like to see these goofy looking alien costumes that they were trying to pass off as DQ monsters. 
So on you... the last on the last podcast, I think uh, I think I mentioned I had two Dragon Quest art books uh, come uh, coming in the mail. One of them was the the art of Dragon Quest Eleven, and the other was the the um, Dragon Quest Ten art book. And and the Dragon Quest Ten art book is fantastic, but it it is definitely the let's not pay Akira Toriyama book because the original uh, designs are not, are not in there at all. But practically every single piece of artwork that they did for the game is in there. Uh, so so if you are a Dragon Quest X fan, I highly recommend picking it up. But it's it definitely just... So one of the things that I noticed about this, it's, it's, it's Dragon Quest, but the look is very much an Amano design Final Fantasy. And the monsters kinda kinda reminded me of more Final Fantasy monsters. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I do how hard would it have been to put a hula hoop around people's feet and a blue towel over them and call them a slime? I do but, uh... I do like the not <laughs> the not slimes lips and eyes on their butt. <laughs> and the pink monster really with with like with like three people in a costume, you got two people as uh, as the eyes and one and one the rest. Like that was that was a neat design. I mean, it's not it's not it's not Dragon Quest at all. But I still was like, That's different. <laughs> oh, so like, yeah, it's, well, these... not, it's not Dragon Quest at all. But I appreciate the effort. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did see I did see that Spider Man turn off the dark on Broadway, and oh, I'm so sorry. I this, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm. Sorry for having seen it too, but uh, I did get that kind of same vibe off of the costumes in that show, which is basically like, oh, this is very not Spider-Man. You know, like this is very like it's somebody really took the liberties on the design here. So that's kind of kind of the same vibe I got out of watching this. So if you think you take the title off of this and take out the uh, Torneco and the music, do you recognize it as Dragon Quest? Absolutely not. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, uh, it's uh, it has it has little bits. What it's kind of like a knockoff Dragon Quest, kind of, because mm-hmm. it has it has all these all these little bits from from different games, mm-hmm. which normally would be fine. Um, but it's it seems it seems very much just like we could only pay one one creator, and we're paying we're paying a Sujiyama. <laughs> 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 oh, you mean Yuji Hori didn't write the story? I mean, I, he could have. I don't know. He, he's he's the one who tweeted it out. Two I out mean, of three ain't bad, man. He's yeah. just like, you know what? This could be a multiple <laughs> revenue stream for me. Sure, I'll I'll sign off on that. It's how it's how Dragon Ball Evolution happened. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even even uh, George Lucas was like uh, when he saw the Hollow the Star Wars Holiday Special, he was like, oh, okay, this was a mistake, and he tried to destroy like all the original copies of it or rumors have it anyway yeah i wish you'd do that to the sequel trilogy it'd be nice (laughs) (laughs) we're sorry george come back (laughs) i don't know i'm not that sorry (laughs) just last week we finished that up i hadn't seen episode nine until last week so i still haven't seen it yet it's one of it's one of those movies where where like when you watch it it's it's like okay but then because i thought there were parts in that movie I that I thought were fun, but then the more you think about it, and the more the more angry you get. I got I got I got a random text from from one of my friends one night, 
and to and to not spoil it for uh, uh for Liam, uh, but she just she just texted me just like he laid pipe like he did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'm just yeah. gonna assume you're talking about building a Death Star. Uh, yes. yes, there's a lot of pipes that go into something the yeah. size of a moon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That, that, so, although, so, uh, although so, so, watch the latest Clone Wars episodes because those are great. I do, I do need to catch up on that series. Yeah, I, I see do that too. It's ending. Yeah, the past, I, I've the past enjoyed three that. have been wonderful. You know so, what I was thinking today? This has nothing to do with with DQ Ballet, but just an aside. Why do they still use the droids if they're so like Three Stooges incompetent? <laughs> uh, they're cheap. Yeah, all right, it's, but they never get anything things. done. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a complete waste of money. It's like you send you send like wave after wave of of killbots. Oh it's, yeah, the yeah, Zach, it's, Zach yeah, it's like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> send wave after wave of my own men. Um, pew, pew, pew. That's uh, uh, that's still my all time favorite episode of uh, of uh, of a uh, I can't Q drama. See. Yes, thank you. I couldn't say that. Uh, was that the first Zap uh, Brannigan episode? Very, uh-huh, very first yeah. one. It's it's still it's still my favorite episode. Just like uh, Kiff, uh, <laughs> I've made it with a woman. Inform the men. Yes. Just like I have I have some musing to, to, to do. <laughs> and that just that sets the tone for like the the relationship the entire series. It's it's pretty much a perfect episode. I love it. <laughs> All right. As you can hear, we are so excited to talk about the drama. Oh, yeah. Back on topic. Yeah. Well, we I, are I, I, so I excited that, to just stay on topic I, with this. I will say that, 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 that watching this, I know it was only 40 minutes long. It didn't make me angry the way that, like, watching, like, a new Star Wars movie would. Like, like that. True. You know, just I, because... I'll, I'll give you that. Yep. Maybe it's because it was so short. Maybe because it was... It didn't feel like canon. Oh, yeah. God, no. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe that was. It just it, it didn't feel like it was going to lessen my uh, appreciation for the originals. No, this is definitely a fan novel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it felt like fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw Torneco in there. Come on. Yeah, they, I like and, him. But we'll change his like, name really, that so was... that we don't get sued. Yeah, <laughs> like that was that was really the most the most dragon quest thing about it i thought because like that was the one like he seemed like the most the most in character mm-hmm. yeah so uh at, back to where we were the the monsters came out and the hero dances around with them but can't really do anything to him because he's a freaking wimp and under leveled but you know what he's got he's got a flute and you know just like in every dragon quest game when you're under leveled you just pull out a flute and some old wise man will come out light, <laughs> and scare away all the monsters. I mean, that's what happened in the ballet. I mean, that I'd assume that's what happens in all the games too. <laughs> yeah, and this is uh, uh, this is one of those things. I'm not I'm not sure if it was how if, if it was how the performance was shot because they were filming the the two dancers at the at the beginning. But I think there may have been something on screen that explained what the flute does. We just didn't mm. see it. Very likely, yeah. Um, so at this point, the white hero, he's kind of over this shit, and he decides he needs to hit the bar. And uh, about that time, I decided I needed to hit the bar, too, watching this. And suddenly, our scene, tavern scene, is there. And it looks kind of like a magic show or a burlesque thing. No, was that uh, the casino theme they were playing at this point? Because I thought they were in a casino, because there were 
that type of style like uh, I, I don't remember if it was bunny girls or if it was like oh they were they had um a dude dressed in a very fancy shiny outfit and i don't know he looked like he was going to serve you popcorn in the 1950s at a movie theater <laughs> or be the I guy think, in the middle of a three-ring circus or i think it, i think it was very much meant to be tavern slash casino yeah because no it, because like it had like the tavern type of dancers and stuff so yeah and it was he you know, the chicks are in garters dancing around there. And uh, from what I understood, it, he's there to recruit a party. He, oh, he's OK. So it's like it's like Louita's bar. Correct. So I don't know what gave me that idea. Um, you know, he's dancing around. The white hero's face is like, whoa, what the fuck I mean, is going on here with these chicks and garters? Yeah, I mean, uh, it is like it is interpretive dance. So. Uh, so if you get the sense that he is going to the uh, uh, the tavern to find party members, then it's mm. it's doing its job. Is that an interpretive puff puff? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, I wrote down here, and at this point, somehow there was a lot of gratuitous white hero butt shots. I think because his back was to the party. Um, Ellie's like talk, that. Talking to the uh, bartender, talking to these girls and garters. I got a lot of gratuitous butt shots of him. Um, and it looked like he was going to recruit a parter, party. The female fa- fighter, like from DQ3, comes out and uh, they dance. Um, and I, my other observation here is, wait a minute, are they just all dancer class? If they're all just <laughs> dancing all the time? <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, they dance for a long time. Seems like this dude is completely striking out, recruiting a party. Um, when all of a sudden, Not Taloon shows up. Weapons dealer, <laughs> Not Taloon. Um, and I think he, he's introduced here because he needs to, the white hero needs something better than a dagger. Um, and this seemed to go on for quite a while. Um, they dance a little bit and it just seemed to never end. There was lots of dancing, lots of these recruits and da, 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 da. Hey, enemies appeared. And then there was even more dancing. Um, the black hero comes out and he starts just, the battle music starts playing. I thought this so, is at one point where they... Was he a villain or was he just a misunderstood hero? Who? I'm thinking misunderstood Black hero. hero. Misunderstood hero. Just like two completely different perspectives. Like maybe the guy was from Nadiria. You know, well, he like was, the, ra- the he was raised by the bad dude. He was raised yeah. by the bad dude. Yeah, that's, that's true. He was raised basically by a kidnapper. Correct. <laughs> He's got <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We'll call yeah. him the Stockholm hero. But yeah, why would... Is... Why would... Why would the villain name the kid Black Hero unless he was like from his perspective he's good? Mean, meaning like the kid, the kidnapper guy, he's like he from his perspective he's doing the right thing, like rescuing this baby from these Celestrians. I don't know. We should just call Black Hero Finn at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was taken from his parents, turned into mm. a fighter, you know, for the bad guys. But what does he know? Maybe like Finn, he'll one day not want to be a stormtrooper black hero anymore. Actually, uh, actually, if you uh, if you don't follow John Boyega on uh, on Instagram, you totally should. He he makes the best post, and my favorite post that he ever made was uh, was all the insane Raylo shippers tweeting him, and he made <laughs> he made a video just like punching and running over their their tweets. It's it's the most fantastic thing I've seen in a long time. It's like we don't we don't deserve you, John Boyega. You actually sure. wanted those movies to be good. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, hey, by the way, Liam, if you haven't, you say you haven't seen episode nine, do you have Disney Plus? Uh, no, I got Plex. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I was going to say Disney Plus tomorrow, um, May the 4th, dating this episode here. By the time you're listening to this episode, it will have already happened. But apparently uh, May 4th this year, they get the rights to all nine movies. They'll all be on Disney Plus. You mean all six movies. Yeah. And the sequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> you mean three movies in Rogue One. <laughs> but uh, apparently the whole the whole kit and caboodle drops tomorrow hey, uh, uh, worth, worth watching i think it's fun it's fun it's not it's not supposed to be high art by any means but i enjoyed it <laughs> in fact in fact i wear i wear the solo jacket all the time because because it's a light jacket and i'm i'm constantly cold and i bought i bought it before the movie came out and I thought, well, if the movie's bad, I have an I got a nice jacket out of the deal. <laughs> so but... <laughs> nice. I'll say I really did like the solo movie. That was fun. So, all right, but back to our uh, Finn in the movie, and then our ballet here. Uh, the black hero goes around like killing all these people at the bar, um, and. There is some weird scene. I took like a three second video of it and sent it to Yangus, the legendary bandit. And he was like, what the fuck is this? They like <laughs> zoom. <laughs> I mean, it's just three seconds. You blink and you miss it. But they zoom all the way in on the weapons, not Taloon guy. And he's like sitting there with this battle axe or basically like a gigantic mace. And he's like rubbing his hand up and down, like either doing something sexual with it or He's like using it as a freaking mortar and pestle and grounding the shit out of something. And I'm glad just... I I'm glad other people noticed that because <laughs> it just <laughs> like, was a very yeah. weird like okay most of everything is pulled way back. You, they're just someone in the back is just videotaping everything that's going on in the play. But like he's like yeah that's the stuff. Yeah they're, <laughs> they're like, like no we got to <laughs> zoom in on this. <laughs> and he starts he starts zooming in on everybody's feet. <laughs> just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I was like, I don't know what he's doing, making mashed potatoes, molesting the handle. Don't was this really... was this bootlegged or was this like a like a legit like the production was actually recording it? Oh, this is the production. It's on that 40 minute video. Yeah. So then so that that has to be relevant to like what they wanted to show us as an audience. I think I think it was the I think it was the expo people because they were having a number of per performances on that stage and they probably they probably had a video crew doing it mm -hmm. um that's uh that's what i'm i'm thinking because because if it if it were the actual the actual production people they would have shown the the story the the story scenes that were up on the screen mm -hmm. uh, they're Which actually were in english they're actually. actually copies of this if you look around i've seen like three and four minute bootleg copies of like somebody sitting way in the corner and taken a three minute clip out of this there's uh the, the the subtitles in the in the background on the screen were in english correct which is interesting because it's a japanese production in france and they could have translated <laughs> them into french like, but for I don't some think, reason they were in english i don't think weapons dealer and black hero and white hero were uh <laughs> the hardest things to translate i'm gonna replay <laughs> dragon quest 3 and rename all my characters these these names <laughs> do it do a, do a dq ballet playthrough so uh and and here's where the play comes to an end or the ballet comes to an end right after this after uh the guy starts playing with his uh handle on this suddenly this makes the enemies go away or they decide they're done killing almost everybody except for white hero who pulls out his white flute again the wise man appears and he hands over a bag a little coin pouch probably thing of gold to the weapons merchant who finally 
hands the hero a sword and the hero looks at his sword and that is the end of the production <laughs> it's uh, uh it's also implied that's uh that's the legendary sword because i, I think so because yeah. he picks it up out of the out of the backpack earlier and he can't he can't take it out but after but after he plays the flute he can't mm. master using it and you can have this mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and, and just like I, I want to say the whole uh, the whole tavern scene, it has it has story elements there. Uh, just I like I like the how. Ha- I like how the uh, the fighter comes in and she has uh, she has her crew and her crew's unsavory bunch. They start they start a lot of problems. We've got we've got a uh, Tornico selling them a bunch of bum a bum weapons and they start <laughs> they start a fight with him. So so there are there are there are story bits there. There's just so there's just so much happening. It's hard to focus on those bits. Oh, definitely. And, yeah, you're you're looking everywhere and and there was this no whole unresolved. Uh, the the platy you you text me right after this you're like wait a minute they didn't even save the princess like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing just yeah. ends and well yeah that, and then the, the cat like comes i got out, and there's a lady I got what talks. i came here for yep <laughs> yeah yeah, the yeah lady she, comes out and she does she, say hey this is you know part of a production we do in tokyo we'd love to you all to come to tokyo and see this we have grander stages and set designs and blah 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 blah. Thank you very much. Yeah, you could tell it wasn't the full production. Yeah. yeah. Um, like and but, really but, yeah. and really just like we joke we we joke, but it's it's tough to tour with to tour with that that many dancers because they have to rehearse and coordinate all of that. And ballet dancers really put just like put their bodies through through the ringer with with their with their diet and their and their re- rehearsals, the special shoes that they have to wear. It's 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 crazy. So so even though it may not be my thing all the time, I definitely appreciate the work that was put into it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that uh, that was not an easy thing to get together or nor an easy thing to uh, pick up and move around the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and 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 really the fact that they they packed up and just to kind of tour anyway is is actually fairly surprising because because you would think that it would be just kind of this niche offshoot thing but square enix is like oh hey let's send it over there why not you guys want to go to france okay (laughs) i'm I'm just glad it exists in all its cheesy glory yeah (laughs) it's like I, i i can't think of anything that's this silly that i've seen um, like in within the, G, the DQ franchise, like off off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything else that's like it doesn't take itself too seriously. There, there's whimsy to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't think I can't think of anything else that's that that kind of silly. And I, I, I think there are some other productions. Like there might have been a was there a DQ on Ice? I don't know. No, there there was definitely no something a while back. Like a stage production that I guess was along the similar. I have to I have to look that up. But um, but yeah, the, the, in terms of like something something that is, it almost seems like a parody of itself. Um, oh, or a parody think, of the franchise. I think I think there was there was um a TV show. I don't I don't remember the the name. Oh, you're of talking it? about the, the 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 one that's kind of similar to. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, um, that one. Dragon Quest, your story. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> nice no i meant the, the one that's uh the other the parody, one, yeah. the, parody the other parody of, of dq5 <laughs> and now i, I have to look up the name rewatch I dragon quest your, your story i was thinking about it earlier today i'll just skip the ending 
there you go. He he'll beat the final boss and every live happily ever after. <laughs> That's how it ends. The end. <laughs> oh, yeah. so uh, what what else about the ballet? That that was the entire uh, thing. Brave that, hero, that... brave hero Yoshihiko. That's it. That's it's a live action uh, DQ five parody. I've heard I've heard it's pretty fun. I should I should check it out sometime. Yeah, I don't know if it was ever fully fan subbed or not, but I, I'd be interested in checking it out. They do a lot of cool, um, cool kind of like video game gags. Like he'll be he'll be he'll just walk into someone's random house and start breaking pots, and the person just like doesn't pay attention or notice, <laughs> <laughs> say anything. <laughs> so stuff like that. But I think there's also there's also actual DQ monsters in this one in this TV show, oh, okay, um, like slimes and things like that that they encounter. Oh, that's cool. But it, I don't know if it's officially a Dragon Quest show. It's more just like a, a parody or an homage. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, getting back to the official Dragon Quest ballet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, what, what did you guys think about the special effects? It had special effects? They, they weren't special. The monsters, the, like the designs. They were yeah. they definitely were not were not Dragon Quest, but I thought I thought they were fun just because two of them had eyes and lips on their butt. <laughs> it did kind of remind me of that whole uh, like the if you ever watch the old school Doctor Who where the guy's in like a big rubber alien costume and you could see the dude's undershirt through like a, a like or see like the zipper on the costume or something like that. <laughs> um but yeah, I, 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 what what would have made that? Uh, what would have uh, what would have I think um, brought that a little bit more DQ? What would have made it a little bit more Dragon Quest uh, familiar? Um, is, would be if they actually just used one or two. It didn't even have to be like if they had like Platy was saying before, just put some slimes in it. They don't yeah. have to be Toriyama slimes. Just something that's like somewhat recognizable. Yeah, just like a slime, a slime and a golem. I mean, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be the the Toriyama golem. Just make it like something, just a one, a, just a close knockoff. Yeah, recognizable. <laughs> yeah, put some bricks on a guy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so what else do we? What else do we have to to talk about this? Other than this is not the first time I've seen DQ Ballet. Oh, it's not. Oh boy. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, I, the, the, a few years ago, I'm pretty sure I was either single or I was definitely alone. <laughs> I was uh, perusing a site that happened to be called Pornhub. I'm not, if you're not familiar with it, it's an entire no. hub of porn. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, um, I was feeling particularly inspired that night, and I happened to do a, uh, a, a search for a term, excuse me, a search for a term called nude ballet. And I happened upon not one, but a series of videos of a woman dancing solo ballet nude to Dragon Quest music. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the music was actually the orchestral version soundtracks. Um, and I remember hearing there's definitely the Dragon Quest one walking theme. Um, so if you picture that, someone dancing nude ballet to that, the, the Phoenix Ramia theme, Heavenly Flight from uh, Dragon Quest three, I believe one or two tracks from DQ eight, like the walking theme. Um, there's no credit in the video or mention of Dragon Quest or Koichi Sugiyama. Well, yeah. Um, it was basically just someone taking Koichi Sugiyama's music and having someone dance naked to it. 
<laughs> so, um, the uploader of the video was just listed as unknown. The video had no comments posted to it, not even people calling out the fact that it was Dragon Quest music. So my see, first see, thoughts... that's just that's just insulting right there. Yeah, yeah, you gotta give credit where credit's due. <laughs> um my first thoughts at seeing this was immediately like, what are the odds that that had to be some minuscule chance that a Dragon Quest fan would even find this exact video when there's no DQ related search terms in the video post? And then my second thought was like, who is the DQ fan here? Is it the dancer? Is the dancer the DQ fan or was it like the editor or the producer of the video? Um, and then my third was to immediately send it to Platy Woodis and a couple of other denizens as a gag. Uh, <laughs> but also just to, just to prove that it was actually real and that I didn't just like dream it up. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah after seeing both the uh the nude ballet and uh and this dq ballet i probably have to say the nude one was probably better sorry japan expo well i mean sometimes <laughs> uh sometimes it's quality over over quantity i mean get that i i love the fact that you remember like each music that it is and that it was orchestral and all that stuff oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when you see when you see certain uh, certain photos like that, and um, and it's and it's in their uh, their house, and instead of looking at the stuff that you're supposed to look at, uh, you're looking at the uh, uh, the books or the DVDs on their shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I had to refine the videos because you know obviously we can't post them in the show notes um, or can't. Target from youtube and every podcast channel oh. um but uh yeah i was only able to refine one of the videos this is from like multiple years ago um so and I, I i posted it for you guys um here in the show notes that oh i uh, thank you yeah just so that you can see that that uh this actually was a thing so if i start to hear dq music i'll know it's from that uh <laughs> I'll just oh boy yeah it's kind so... of Let's see. Let's see. Like this can also have a, a negative effect too, because the cars, the cars living in stereo, uh, fast times at Ridge, Ridgemont High has has ruined that song for me. Because whenever that song hits a certain chord, um, I expect to see uh, a certain actress, and <laughs> I'll be I'll be at like Walmart or someplace, or and just like walking around, and they'll they'll be playing that song, and I don't. I don't see that saying, and I just I just feel sad the rest of the day. I've been conditioned. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, do you remember where you were when Liam sent you this message <laughs> in October of? <laughs> so we posted this uh, on the den, not that part of it, obviously, but we posted that we'd be doing this uh, podcast tonight, and just a shout out there to. Uh, Aus Nerevar, he comments quite often. He he was, uh, I think he might need the link to the uh, video in the <laughs> hub that Liam was talking about. We're going to start getting like a bunch of people just like hitting us up. Not, that he, not that he asked for it, but he's like, wait a minute, what are you talking about again? We kind of alluded that this would uh, uh, may take a uh, more rated R rated x yeah um, this is turn to it this is what we do when when and he's like wait a minute guys... what what are you guys talking about tonight yeah. three, three guys uh, who've never seen a ballet before have to get together to talk about ballet we end up talking about porn <laughs> and and oddly enough in my in like all my years of dealing with the dragon quest fan, fan base this is not the first time i've I've encountered Dragon Quest re related porn. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. not I'm not calling anyone out specifically because it's it's happened a number of times. 
but um, please do not send me Dragon Quest porn out of gratitude. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you thought of me enough enough to send this to me, but it's not it's not particularly my bag. So. Hey, Dwayne, that was one time. <laughs> it's like one time. One time, I got like a lot of it. And I'm like, oh wow! I just had to say uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the, the gesture, but this. But we are a we are in an all ages night. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is what they send it. They send it publicly on the den. No, no, they emailed it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't, and, and and again, this is this has been like a bunch of people, and uh, and it's not like it's not like their their fan art or anything like that. It was just kind of stuff stuff they found. And they're oh, like, yeah, yeah. Here. Well, that's like, kind of. I guess that's kind of what I did to Platy because I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this exists. I got to tell somebody, Platy, Platy. <laughs> <laughs> I, and so I emailed it, um, but I also did caveat. I wanted to be like, "Hey, you know, I'm guys. I'm sending this to you, but you know, this is I'm going to be your one-time porn dealer because I don't I don't do this regularly. <laughs> I don't I don't. I'm not going to be sending you a bunch of stuff regularly." I did go back and find that message on the den that you sent us all those years oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was. It was... But it really, it, it really was. It was like a bunch of messages all over the course of like three days, and us kind of laughing, and that was about it. So <laughs> <laughs> we started a, uh, it was a DQ adults only um, chat, uh, private message uh, for just stuff like that. You know, not not like, yeah, you know, just like one. I think there was a, the, the whole thing started with I was like, um, I was looking at the uh, the list of Dragon Quest heroes quotes that all the characters say the little like one-liners and i was like these, these look like they could just be like porn dialogue every single one of them <laughs> you asked for it they definitely have some stuff brother jaybird also commented on us recording tonight you know the guest we had on the past two weeks and uh i liked his quote he's like i'm caught between uh pointing out that ballet is boring as shit and admitting that this is probably the closest western dq fans have ever come to taste <laughs> Well, okay. Day bird, depending on your tastes, we have another link to send you. <laughs> I'm a I'm a somewhat cultured gentleman. I've been to opera once. Actually, actually, same here. Uh, here in, in uh, here in Houston, uh, here in Houston, we've got the Miller Outdo Outdoor Theater, which is on the two months out of out of the year when it's nice. Uh, you can you can go and like sit out and watch and watch operas. And I went to see the the uh, the Barbara of uh, Seville. Which opera is not not my thing, but I appreciate I appreciate it. And like, by the way, if you've ever seen the uh, the Barber of Seville, the second act is completely pointless and unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> because it does it does everything it needs to do in the first act, and the the second act is completely pointless. I'm just like, well, that's an hour. I think, I, I, think I saw the sequel to that one. That was uh, the the Mozart one, uh, Marriage of Figaro. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was called the Marriage Marriage of Figaro, and I kept thinking i was going to see the the opera where they, they sing that you know figaro 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 and like and from every bugs bunny cartoon ever that has has to do with the opera and uh, uh actually actually that night uh a friend of mine was going to come with us and i as much as as much as i love him he can be a, just a little bit of a snob sometimes um, well that's perfect for the opera Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so he wound up not being able to uh, to make it, and it and it broke my heart because halfway, just like halfway through it, I pl I planned to turn over to him and ask him when is when is Bugs Bunny supposed to come out? Just to, <laughs> just 
just to hear his his heart break and his eyes roll into the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I didn't know that you weren't supposed to bring like chips or like smuggle food in. Oh, so, <laughs> I'm trying to open my chips, and I'm getting they they don't even they're so pretentious they don't even shush you they go like a like a staccato snake you know it's just like like a squirt bottle yeah there you go um so yeah that's probably what would happen if i was in the audience at a dq ballet (laughs) and trying to open a bag of chips (laughs) but uh oh yeah i actually did see another uh ballet um my wife and i recently actually last july maybe went to see um the mostly mozart festival in lincoln center and they had this um the magic flute and it had special effects and it was actually really really fantastic really well done i've heard really nice things about that yeah yeah it was the the mostly mozart festival with um all these projection screens on the on the background and it was really well done it was a german production and, and, also, and also Mozart loved poop. Like, look it up. He loved he loved talking about poop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that from the from the opera. <laughs> I'm sure it was in there. It was just in German. So, <laughs> all those Germans. <laughs> I'm one quarter German. Oh, there's anyway. a lot of German in me somewhere. <laughs> so anyway uh so additional denizen comments so for eel i told eel i'd tell the story about buying a simpsons dvd at a porn store in manhattan but since there's already a sizable porn discussion in this episode maybe i'll just hold off until eel can come on sometime (laughs) oh oh, yeah that'd be fun yeah (laughs) he's working on getting a mic but it's like you can't you know you can't get it's hard to get one right now during uh coronavirus uh pandemic season can't really borrow one it's uh it's a little People are a little bit standoffish about that. A little bit. Um, ever since I heard Cardi B say coronavirus, it has stuck in my head ever since. And I wish I could. I wish I could just take that take that part out of out of my brain, but I can't. <laughs> so, yeah, we covered it. I think that's all. We didn't have a lot of people posting on that. I, I don't think a lot of the denizens uh, have been clicking on the uh, Dragon Quest ballet. Yeah. Well, maybe Although this. Maybe this will get more. Yeah, maybe this will like a lot of the ballet enthusiasts will like see this and start playing the games. I, I hope so. Be. Hey, if it helps. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, but, uh, but really, just like like I was saying before, um, the the music does does lend itself very well to ballet. Um, the you know what people think of the production aside, I thought I thought the music fit very well. Yeah, that's both both uh, the clothed and unclothed versions. <laughs> well for ballet. It it flows well as beautiful dancers can flow well. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely worth worth checking out once if you're if you're working on uh, on something it's good it's good to just bring up and just like let it play while you're working on whatever if you're doing schoolwork working from home just need something entertaining <laughs> and as much and let's be as honest you're gonna <laughs> no, go ahead, gonna be... go ahead play. I was going to be like, you're going to waste 40 minutes on YouTube in the next couple of days anyway, looking at stupid cat videos or something. So, I mean, pretty yeah, much probably yeah. wasted 40 Look minutes at this. on this. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you could have been <laughs> watching the ballet. God, but, it's, uh, just, put, it's just like how many said that at the beginning. Hey, yeah. just put this on, hit mute and listen to us narrate. Uh, yeah, it's just like how many like news, like news stories will you watch from from different channels that is essentially the same story that they just repeat the same thing over and over again. 
That's like, true. I need to stop this. <laughs> but yeah, despite despite you know the I did get I I got a ton of crap from Platty about making him watch this for this for this <laughs> recording. <laughs> but I, thank you, Platty, for putting that that synopsis together. I think you oh, got yeah, even you more out of it than I did. I I, I will say I. I had to. I had to just keep typing, and that's all. Like uh, my summary is very. Uh, it, it's not as grammatically correct as I'd love it to be. I just sat there on my phone, like typing as fast as I could while watching this on my laptop. I'm like, oh my god, I think I typed the word and they dance like about twenty times on there. They dance <laughs> well, along they dance. with WTF over and over. Yeah. Again. <laughs> um, and I, I actually probably will at some point watch the rest of those like twelve videos or whatever the uh, of the other production. See if it's see what's different. And probably <laughs> I will just, too. Just I just I just kind of want to see how the story ends. Yeah, just out of fan curiosity, you know. Not now again, I'm not a hundred percent sure that it's the same same yeah, ballet. Maybe, I mean, maybe maybe we get another weapons dealer cameo in there somewhere. Yeah, there's even there's even a playlist on here that is twelve episodes long. And I, I'll tell you what, there's not even half the number of viewers that uh, this one got. The one that uh, Yuji Hori tweeted out is uh, got like 10,000 views or something. So I figured out uh, I think I think I figured out what the story reminds me of. I think we've all we've all seen the one um, the one image of that knockoff uh, Justice League toy uh, package with like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, uh, Lightning and shrek <laughs> just like that's that's kind of what the story reminds me of it's all these like little bits of of dragon quest in a package that looks nothing like dragon quest <laughs> oh wait 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 okay so this just in i just put on episode five of the dragon quest ballet that was updated back in 2010 oh it's the same ballet i just watched a white hero walk over to the uh, weapon trader not to loon's backpack and pull out a sword and look at it compared to his little dagger and be like yeah okay. is it uh is it the same actors oh i don't know oh i don't i don't think so 10 because... years earlier probably oh yeah, yeah probably not but yeah. it looks like it's the same story so yeah we we should have uh taken some more time the first the first the first one of those like cd like drama play video things that they used to put out uh i, re I remember the first one was like 1992 ish so i think it's it's been around for a while they did one for uh, dragon quest 4 right i think so yeah yeah those were those are one of those things it's just like I don't know what these are, and I don't know how to begin to look for them, and my knowledge of Japanese is not extensive enough to understand it. Well, I will throw in the show notes for this podcast. I will put a link to the playlist with the extended version of this, um, also as well as the one that we watched, the 40-minute one from Japan Expo 2019. So, Yeah, just like check it out. Get all cultured and shit. Yep, yep. It's a, it's about two hours long if you watch all the 12 episodes, and the quality isn't as good as uh, this is, but, you know, 10 years later, videotaping in the dark gets a little bit better. Oh, yeah, anything to uh, to have a break from all the all the shows that are doing that's, like, essentially a Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard the Parks and Rec reunion was good, but I'm just like, I just don't like that format. Yeah, no, I, I saw the I love that one. show, but I'm not going to watch that. Yeah, I'm just like, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Goonies one that was like uh, the the cast now being interviewed by Josh Gad. It was a little cheesy, but it was also kind of cool to see like some behind the scenes stuff. Plus, Richard Donner's still alive. 
<laughs> he's like in his 90s now and he signed on to the call it was funny because he, he just like couldn't get his audio working at first of course he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like had to have his like grandson do it yeah sort of, they were uh, all sort like... of like a batty winkle if you don't if you don't know uh batty winkle please look her up your life will be better because of it <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, gentlemen. Any last thoughts on this before we wrap? Yeah, this I mean, I know, up? I know we were ripping on it, but I still find it entertaining. Like, I we were, we were, at least from my perspective, like ripping, like you know, playfully. Yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, I, I watched Doctor Who. I watched classic Doctor Who. So, like, seeing that stuff, it doesn't make me angry. It just makes me like reminiscent of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, like I said, like, not, not necessarily my thing, but I def, I definitely appreciate everything that ballet dancers put themselves through, because, because uh, it, it really is just, just how they can, uh, uh, control their, their diet and all those hours of rehearsal and balance and like all that. It's crazy. I definitely could not do that. So hats off to them. <laughs> Alrighty, well, that's it for this episode of Slime Time. We want to thank our guest, Dwayne, for joining us to talk about um, this odd, obscure Dragon Quest art. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Thanks so much, Dwayne. Yeah. You might have noticed that the only time we mention Patreon is when we say we don't use Patreon. Uh, Liam and I are just a couple longtime fans that want to speak about the game series we know and love so much. If you have money you'd like to donate, consider sliding on over to the Dragon's Den at www.wudis.com den and click on support this site. Wudis has owned and maintained the Dragon's Den for 20 years now plus, and I'm sure he'd appreciate any donation. Or instead of just handing him some money, you could use his Amazon affiliate links. Pretty much anything that is currently there, Dragon Quest related on Amazon, he's got an affiliate link and it won't cost you anything and it'll give him a small fraction of the sale. Do we have shirts yet? Do you know? Do we, hey, Dwayne, can we use your image for, cert, for shirts? Sure. <laughs> I don't know if we asked I think, you that. <laughs> I, think, I think I sent you the layered, the layered file so you can do separations and stuff. But if I, if I didn't, let me know and I'll whip that up for you. Okay. So cool. funny you should mention that, Liam, because I was talking to Brian uh, two days ago, and he might have the shirts. He ordered a couple of prototypes, and he might have them in his possession right now, or if Hello. not now, in the next day or two. So uh, we might be tweeting out some pictures of some Slime Time shirts. Are you going to awesome. be wearing just like just the shirt, no bottoms, just the yeah, shirt, bottomless? <laughs> Depends on the weather. <laughs> I, I do everything on Zoom now. All I need is a shirt. <laughs> That's true. That's why you have to make we have to make the official slime time underpants that go that match with the shirt. Okay. Okay, I'll get I'll get started on that. <laughs> All right. And on that note, if you're an advertiser and you're looking for a cool new podcast to spend lots of ad revenue on, reach out to us at slimetimepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any comments or questions for us, you can find us on Twitter at platyam 3 or at Riyama Celestrian or hit, hit us up both simultaneously at DQ Slime Time. Consider joining in tons of DQ discussions over at the Dragon Send forums, one of the uh, few remaining forums still around. You can find it from the main page that I mentioned earlier or at www.wudis.com slash forums. I know I'm always posting there and we've always got uh, some interesting discussions going on. Um, we'd also like to thank everyone that made this possible. 
especially Wudus, um, for his support of the series and this podcast, and for keeping the Dragon's Den's lights on for the past couple decades. And thanks to Amanda Laprie and the Descendants of Erdrick for allowing us to use their music for our podcast. Descendants of Erdrick is a video game co- cover band from Austin, Texas. If you'd like what you heard, check them out in their most recent album, Advent, at www.descendantsoferdrick.com or Twitter at Diaverdrick, or go see their band leader Amanda Laprie live on a, on tour as a guitarist for Andrew WK. Once all of this coronavirus stuff is done, mm-hmm. I and think one, I think Andrew would would still would still be playing shows no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but I don't think they're touring right now. <laughs> the venues are not open. <laughs> Something about partying. Yeah. <laughs> Social distance partying. Yeah, like six feet party, six feet. From one another. Maybe you can watch them on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one final thanks to you, Dwayne, uh, for doing the graphics art um, for this podcast, making our cover and what will be on the shirts and what might be on the underwear and uh, all the other stuff. <laughs> you are you are very welcome. It's it's still it's still one of my favorite pieces I've done in the past in the past year or so. It was super fun to work on. Thanks. Where can other people find your work online, Dwayne? Um, well, since I renewed my domain name just now, uh, you can. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the the easiest way, since I'm uh, uh, since I'm working so much, I'm pretty terrible at updating my social media because it's it's funny. Like like I'm not on vacation because I'm a freelancer. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so, but uh, the easiest way just just uh, go to my store at Dwayne Bullock Art dot bigcartel.com that's d-w-a-i-n-e i'm cursed with a name nobody can spell so uh and which is which is funny because there are there are only two of me on facebook and i'm the white one so, <laughs> so but that's that's got uh, uh that's got all my pieces and junk but i need i need to update it badly but i'm also Dwayne art on instagram and so you can you can see what random junk that I post on my Instagram stories. So. Yeah, and we'll have both those links in our show notes tonight. And if you're looking for more DQ podcasts, check out our earlier episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor FM, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and more. Please also check out our fellow Dragon Quest podcasts available like Puff Puff Hour and DQ FM. Bye, everyone. Bye. You slime time, sliming off. Mm-hmm.